Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. I wanted to start off today by sharing a quick review that a listener left for the podcast. Thank you so much, by the way. As you guys know, I love it when you leave reviews. It helps so much, even if it's just hitting that five-star button. Hopefully, you'd want to leave a five-star review, (laughs) but it really means a lot to me. So this review was left by someone who called themselves Listening Critically. And this is what they said. Thank you so, 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 so much for doing this podcast. I wish you could do a podcast every day because now I'm caught up and I have to wait for a new one to come. However, I completely understand not being able to do that. Thank you so much, Kathy. Oh my gosh, you are so, 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 so welcome. I appreciate the fact that you wish I could publish every day because that means you're enjoying it and you're getting value out of it. Um, It's interesting you asked that because I did originally think I'd be able to publish four episodes a week, but I had to cut it down to three a week because it takes me a hot minute y'all to prepare these episodes. Even though they're pretty short, it does take me a good chunk of prep time. So, um, okay. So real quick along those lines, I did want to let you know, those of you who are listening in real time, uh, this is going to be the only episode I release this week. It's coming up on Christmas and I'm taking a short publishing break over Christmas, but I will be back on January 2nd with new episodes. So stay tuned. Um, I also want to give a quick special thank you to Classical Conversations for sponsoring this show these past couple months. The Classical Conversations homeschool programs set students up for success in every area of life by encouraging them to develop the skills necessary to learn anything. Yes, you heard me. If you learn how to learn, and there are certain skills that are involved in learning how to learn, you can now learn anything that you want to learn. And I think that's amazing. When you join a Classical Conversations community of local homeschool families, you will be equipped with the tools and the training to homeschool with confidence. You can learn more by going and filling out the form at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons. And that is G-I-B-B-E-N-S. Okay, so let's dive in. The new fallacy we are covering today is the fallacy of ambiguity. The fallacy of ambiguity happens when someone uses unclear, vague words that may have a double meaning um, when they're making an argument or a statement so that it is not totally clear what they mean. It can also happen when someone uses universal language that applies to everyone and therefore they avoid being specific enough to make a good argument. In this instance, they stay vague. They stay vague enough to be right or to seem like they were right and take credit but they're vague so that they can't be blamed if they're wrong, right? Because they never actually really say anything. They can use this vagueness to their advantage or this ambiguity to their advantage in a number of ways, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Now, if you listen to episode 14, um, it was on equivocation. And you may be thinking, this sounds kind of familiar. And you would be right. Equivocation is actually a form of the fallacy of ambiguity. So if it's been a hot minute since you've listened to the episode on equivocation, go back and check that out. Um, Now, this fallacy, the fallacy of ambiguity, is also sometimes called an ambiguous assertion or amphiboly or amphiboly. I am honestly not sure how that's pronounced. (laughs) I'm going to stick with fallacy of ambiguity. Okay, so here's an example of the fallacy of ambiguity. Are you in favor of taking care of the environment? 
Well, sure, we're supposed to be good stewards of the world God created. Well, then I assume you also support this bill that will shut down all coal and gas production immediately in favor of wind, solar, and electric energy? Okay, do you see the ambiguity in that first question? When they say, quote unquote, taking care of the environment, what does that actually mean? Does it mean caring for nature and cleaning up wildlife areas? Or does it mean passing laws and new legislation? Or does it mean forcing people to buy certain kinds of cars and new solar panels, right? In our society today, in our society, environmental issues have morphed and have changed over time through different versions of it. And what one person considers to be, quote unquote, taking care of the environment could be very different from what another person thinks when they hear that same phrase. It's ambiguous, it's vague, it's unclear, and it can lead to big problems in communication if someone doesn't ask for clarification. One of the problems with the fallacy of ambiguity happens when words or phrases in a statement can be understood in more than one way. That makes it hard to understand and to be clear about what is really meant. Another way the fallacy of ambiguity can be used to confuse or distract is that the person committing this fallacy can't be held responsible for being wrong or incorrect because they were so vague in what they were saying in the first place. The fallacy of ambiguity is basically a big nothing burger of a statement or argument because they're so ambiguous or so vague or so confusing that they're sort of not really saying much at all. So I'm going to give you an example of this. Now, this last example of the fallacy of ambiguity might ruffle some feathers. So I'm just going to tell you, don't get your knickers in a twist. Try to listen with an open mind and just hear the ambiguity in this example. I'm not trying to rip on anyone. Just pointing out the ambiguity in this example. Okay? Okay. Um, so sometimes well-meaning Christians will try to, quote unquote, speak for God or operate in the prophetic using really ambiguous language. For instance, they might say something like, there's somebody here today that God loves and wants to bless, and he wants you to know that he will always be there for you and will never leave you. Okay, now truly, I'm not trying to, find, trying to make fun of anyone, but you need to have discernment. Yes, even in the church with people who are real and those who are just saying things that sound good. The Bible tells us to test the spirits. I mean, you can't just take any old thing that someone says just because they're a Christian. This is part of loving God with our minds. Now, in this example that I gave, the things that this person said are straight from the Bible. That is true. And they apply to everyone. They're not something specific to just one person. The problem with someone claiming to be prophetic and then just saying really ambiguous things is that the things they're saying could literally be applied to anybody. So the person, so that person can get credit for being right and sounding godly because of course it is right, but now they don't have to take the blame for being wrong because they're so non-specific. That is the fallacy of ambiguity. Now, don't send me emails about this example, right? I'm just, you're just, get the gist. Get the gist of what I'm saying here. So the specific question to ask if someone is being vague or ambiguous is very simple. What do you mean by that? Yep, that's as simple as it gets, guys. What do you mean by that? And I'm here to tell you, don't get roped into a vague conversation that produces nothing but misunderstanding. Get clarification first. That's all you need. Get, care, get clarification, define your terms, figure out what exactly they're talking about, and then you can engage meaningfully and thoughtfully in the conversation. All right, y'all, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true?
I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.